0: well what is going on friends thank you for joining us as we continue through our journey through the book of acts my name is nick and i get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at new vision and we're going to continue our reading today in acts chapter 13. we're going to be going through verse number 12 and i am reading out of the niv version and so how we're going to do this is as i'm going to read we'll pull some truths out some application that we hopefully can apply today and walk more in line with our King Jesus. And so, again, that's going to be Acts chapter 13, beginning in verse 1. It says this, Now there were in the church at Antioch, prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. Let's pause here for just a second. I don't know if you're one, but I used to struggle so much with, Hey, Lord, tell me what to do. Lord, tell me what my next step is. Lord, I don't want to miss your calling on my life. Lord, I don't want to miss what you have for me. But what we notice about this group of individuals, they are doing what they know to do. They are worshiping the Lord. They are fasting. That means they are exercising spiritual disciplines. And while they're in the midst of their obedience, the Holy Spirit said, set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid hands on them and sent them off. Notice that Saul and Barnabas find out what God has for them as they are being obedient. And so here's my encouragement to you. As you are trying to figure out what the Lord has for you, a couple of things to remember. For one, He is not trying to hide His plan from you. He is not trying to keep something from you. He has invited you already to be obedient, so be obedient. And something the Lord has reminded me of in this last season of my life is that, Nick, I will let you know what you need to do. Just keep walking with me. Just keep going in the yoke with me and I will reveal to you what to do. So today, do what you know God has called you to do. One thing you know he's called you to do is spend time with him. Spend time with him. You know that he has invited you to worship him with your life, which is your spiritual act of worship. So do that. You know that he has called you to love those around you with a love that you have been loved with. So do that. And while you are being obedient, the Lord will give you the next step. So take the initial step that you know you need to take, following in step with the Lord, practicing those disciplines, spending time with Him, doing all the things you know to do, and then He will reveal to you what is next to do. Let me say it again. He will reveal to you what is next to do. Just be obedient with what you have been entrusted with. In verse 3, it says this, And after fasting and praying, They laid their hands on them and sent them off. There are others around them that are affirming the call that God has laid on their life, their life. That is why we need community. That's why we have not been called to do this by ourselves, because we all have blind spots. We all need encouragement. And so I love the fact that this lot of gentlemen around them are going, hey, I'm affirming the call on your life. I'm affirming what God is calling you to do. Let me pray for you. Let me encourage you as you navigate. So First thing is, be obedient to what God has given you to do, and he will reveal to you what is next to do. And secondly, is you need a group of individuals around you to encourage you and remind you of what is true, and also so that they can affirm what God has for your life. Because these guys are going, yes, I see that in you. Hey, Paul and Barnabas, that makes sense based on what I know of the Lord, what I know of you. Go, let me pray for you, and know we're going to be in the trenches with you as you continue on this journey. Verse 4. who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. Let's pause right here again. Notice... What were Barnabas and Paul doing? They were being obedient. And know that they were obedient after God revealed to them what to do. They didn't hesitate. They didn't hang around. They did exactly what God had called them to do. They were obedient. God revealed to them, hey, I have a plan, I have a purpose, and I have a place I want you to go. And what did they do? They didn't argue with the king. They did not disagree with the Holy Spirit. They said, okay. They were affirmed, and they walked in obedience and notice as they were walking in obedience taking the next step that god had given them god revealed another step to them he revealed it in a very clear way it says this in verse seven he was with proconsul sergius paulus a man of intelligence and what did he do he summoned barnabas and saul and sought to hear the word of god They were caught in the act of obedience and continued to be invited to be obedient. And God revealed the door that they needed to walk through, but they had to walk through it. And that's exactly what they did. Verse 8. But Elemas, the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. Notice, Paul is filled with the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that is within you and I. by the hand. Hear me, the Lord is not afraid of the obstacles that lie ahead of us. He is not scared or intimidated by the enemy. Those obstacles are opportunities for us to see God's will and for God to move in amazing ways. And that's exactly what happened in this situation. You know, this guy's trying, Bar Jesus is trying to stand as a roadblock to the word of God and to what God desired to do. But that didn't go so well for Bar Jesus. It was like he was given a physical ailment to reveal his spiritual ailment. He was blind. And so now he was literally blind. And the Lord turned that obstacle into an opportunity. The Lord is not afraid of our enemy, and the Lord has already secured victory. So we just need to trust, to walk, fix our eyes, breathe, and step. Verse 12. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. God did what God was going to do, and he allowed Barnabas and Paul to be a part of it. Hear me when I say this. The Lord doesn't need your help. The Lord does not need my help. And there are times when I act like I am a gift to the Lord and he should be uh, he should be thankful that I'm allowing him to use me. But the truth of the matter is the Lord's going to do what the Lord is going to do. We get to be a part of what the Lord is up to. And Paul and Barnabas got to be a part of what the Lord was up to. And we see that this man came to know the Lord. Through that obstacle becoming an opportunity, on the other side of Paul and Barnabas' obedience was a guy who said yes to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he said, hey, I noticed what God was doing. I noticed how God leveraged this obstacle as an opportunity. I noticed that God was at work through you. I noticed that you guys are two ordinary, normal men, nothing special by anyone else's standards, but God still chose to use you. And through you two guys, the Lord has made his appeal to me. And I am saying, yes, the pro council believed. I wonder today, what's on the other side of your obedience? I know there are so many questions that you don't have the answer for. Lord, what is next? What's around the corner? You don't have to know what's around the corner because you know who's already there, and that's our King. We don't have to know what step four and five is because he's invited us to take step number one. Remember, you don't get to step four and five without taking the first step. And so today, I hope that you can trust him to take a step. I pray that you can trust him knowing that he knows what he is doing and that his plans are good and that He has invited us to be a part of that. So I hope today that you will fix your eyes, that you will trust the King, and that you will step. And trust me when I tell you this, He will not waste your step of obedience. He will use it more than you could ever hope or imagine. So today, let's just walk and trust and let the Lord get the glory. I hope you'll join us back here as we continue in our study of Acts. Remember, fix those eyes.